You would you would come to Cottesloe in thirty nine, the year that the war broke out. What do you recall of the way in which the war impacted on the Cottesloe area? I, I have a very clear memory, trying to a lot of it, and uh, it surprises me. Uh, my peer group and, and those perhaps a little younger, or even those a little older, don't remember the the impact we had in 1942 when the Americans came and they took over the, the, the golf course. In fact, when they first landed, they lived in tents. They lived, the tents were actually pitched where the Surf Life Saving Club building is now, right on the top of Mutterup Rocks. They then uh, took over the, the building, the one building was up in the, the Oval they had the whole golf course taken for their anti-aircraft guns and searchlights. Uh, 1942 was my first year at Fremantle Boys. We were only there for about two weeks and then uh, the school was closed. And those boys who lived on the north of the river, we went to school at the Cottesloe Primary School back there and we used to go in the afternoons. And the primary school kids used to go in the mornings. And that lasted all of 1942. So that I always used to be pretty good doing my homework. And I'd do my homework at night time. And then together with a, a couple of my mates who lived very close to me in Curtin Avenue, we'd go up to the guardhouse on the corner of Jarrod and Broom Street. And we'd run messages for the, the, the Americans. Uh, the two other boys mainly were Mac Innes and Don Herndon from memory. And uh, we'd be, the boys, the Ameri American boys would uh, like a hot dog or a, a burger or whatever it was, and for which they'd pay us good money to go and do it. And I remember the, big, the longest job I did was to take a, a, go to a florist, get a bunch of flowers and ride my bike from Cottesloe up to Netherlands to deliver the flowers to uh, a lady of this fellow's choice. But uh, uh, going back, I was probably, the three of us were earning about, I don't know, six, seven pound a week, which was a bit more than the basic wage. <laughs> and uh, there was one one American, of Stewie, I think his name was, but he, he would have been in his... Uh, mid-30s, and uh, I, I remember taking his uniform somewhere to get it cleaned or whatever, and, and perhaps there was a bit of darning, but my mother said I should do that, and this guy ended up coming down to our place just by himself frequently when he ever had time and just spending it with, with you know our family and things like that. But the point I make about people not remembering, a, a lot of people... It just surprised me. They don't remember the Americans even being in the golf course. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, really such a big thing with anti-aircraft guns there and searchlights. And they used to have practices with a, an aircraft going down at night time, trailing a, a, a balloon or whatever they call them at the back and they'd fire the anti-aircraft guns at the thing behind the, the aircraft. And one of the... Uh, one of those aircraft actually crashed and the pilot of that aircraft, and I think the name was Skipsy, was one of the 
members of the Cottesloe Surf Lifesaving Club, funnily enough. One of the 25 that we had killed in World War II. Uh, I understand that the beach was barricaded. You, there were barbed, there was barbed wire along the beach in some parts. Am I right? Yes, there was, but like, it wasn't on the uh, main main part from memory. Uh, no, I can't say I remember much about. But certainly, by the uh, time the Americans had come, there was a severe or certainly a, a threat of of the Japanese invading, of the well, Japanese invading. Well, I have a, a very distinct memory of the, the only real, genuine air raid. And that was obviously in 42, because I was at school. And the air raid sirens went off. And the big one was on top of Ryan's garage on the corner of Jared Street and Sterling Highway. And uh, as soon as the, the sirens went, uh, we had slit trenches that we dug at school. And those kids were a bit away from the school. They got in the trenches. Because I lived over the, the line, I went straight over the, the bridge home to Mum. And we had an air raid shelter under the front, front veranda of the house. And I can remember just before I got in there, there's two Spitfires coming down the... the uh, Railway just above the railway line from Fremantle, flying at about 50 or 60 feet. And uh, that, as I believe, was the only genuine air raid, and that was to do something with a, an, an alleged air, Japanese aircraft carrier being out at, out at sea from Rockness somewhere or other. Not sure about that. Mm. And I do remember those Spitfires coming down. Because that's all I wanted to do as a kid was fly one. <laughs> uh, you're asking more about the war? I'm interested to talk about that, yeah. And, and we're talking obviously about um, the Cottesloe Golf Course, the Seaview Golf Course, and the, the base of Americans with guns and everything there. Um, let's move up. The, the beach, I understand that they, there was a headquarters at OVH as well for the Americans and the American servicemen. Were you aware of that? To be honest, no. Uh, it was a place that I, I wouldn't have gone down to yeah. Northcott, really, because the Cottesloe, North Cottesloe is never the twain, well, no, it's never the twain, shall we? Okay. But, uh, I could imagine the, the Americans having officers and officers 